0: Hi, this is the Honeyology Podcast. I'm your host, Anika Lani, and I'm here with my co-host and producer, Anthony Valdez. So now listen up, because you're taking Honeyology.
1: The study of sweet things. Yeah. Uh, We are in, this is a very super duper special episode. Super duper. What's happening, Anthony? Why is this
0: so super duper? We
1: are in Brick Studios, Brick Arts Media, their podcast studio down here in downtown Brooklyn in Fulton. Fulton Street. We're pretty excited to be here. We uh, It's a beautiful studio. Uh, they do great content. Check them out. Uh, this episode will actually be on their own network, which is pretty cool. And uh, we also have in the studio the one and only...
0: Eric the Barber.
1: Eric AKA the
0: Barber. Eric... Ryan. Ha, ha, ha. Here he is. <laughs> Hi, Eric. What up? How y'all welcome. Doing? You are so special, kid. We've been waiting for this forever.
2: What? <laughs> this is great. How's oh, far? we doing it. Yeah, we're doing is so high much fun. Fives,
1: Doing Honeyology. How doing- do you uh, welcome to the show? Your first guest.
2: Yeah, I'm feeling super special. And you're here. like a
0: day one supporter. Because Absolutely. you knew about it Before we even Like well, When it was just like A little inkling well, you of an idea. Why? Like
2: I have to say
1: something Because I'm yes. sitting in this chair And he's got like a razor To my fucking head So it's like,
2: <laughs> like You're doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> You should listen to it <laughs> Yeah but you know I'm gonna be positive I'm gonna be supportive You know all my peoples and Yes It was a great thing That y'all happened To know each other mutually You know right? We were all mutual It friends. was not because You brought us together It's just like We that's all
1: met so- independently
0: That's yeah, so crazy the universe,
2: the universe did that
0: So one time I'm walking down the block. I maybe I'm at Anthony's house. I don't even know, but I see his hair, and I'm like, Anthony, that's a nice cut. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. And
0: he's like, he did it. <laughs> and I'm like, he the boy Eric? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I've known him forever. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and he's like, me and the nigga look,
2: go back to teens. Well,
0: right? Yeah. Listen. Teens. So this is 2018, <laughs> and I. Met Eric in April of 1988.
2: Wow. Wow. You know the year?
0: I know the year and I know the month. I know the season. Why?
2: How do
1: you know that? How do you remember that? <laughs> like that's because I don't remember
2: shit Great like that. question, because I'm when we meet. I don't
1: even know when we met. We met in
0: twenty sixteen. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Do you know the month?
0: Uh it was Probably going. Clearly, to Eric's
1: more special. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. We had less on nah, our minds then. We were really kids. That's true. We That's tr- you have a point.
0: He you worked in a salon. He worked in a salon. He worked in this. Um, How long have you been working yeah. in, uh, in a salon
1: for? Exactly.
2: Uh, in a salon, this year makes thirty years exactly.
1: No fucking way. I you've started been a barber out. for thirty years. No,
2: I've been a barber for thirty three years. Oh. I actually... but you've been working in a salon. Salon for years. atmosphere for. 30 years now. And I'm at.
0: I was, I was getting my hair done. And. But he
1: didn't do it, right?
0: He's done it though. Oh. So (laughs) he's, so look, I have all of this, like all these locks. Yeah, you got all your locks. There was a point where I used to have. Did you have
1: the shaved head? A perm.
0: And I used to have like a Caesar.
1: Ah. And when I and I used to
0: just wear like a little little bang in the front, <laughs> and there was a the point where Eric just shaved. She had to need a all 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 had hair. It was it was way 80s it was. It was I've ever listen, heard right listen. Now. It was no, it wasn't even because it was way. Um, a had way more hair than like he cut off all, all my joint. Okay, like I, I, <laughs> <laughs> like my hair was like literally. I straightened it to make it look like sleek to my head, and right. I had like this little thing, like this and it was with these little sideburns. But I used to get the most compliments for that um, haircut. Like, so do in, I. I get all kinds of compliments, yeah. like every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, so this is very pre- like a, a lot of precision. But let me just say this real quick. So he works in a salon. I think it was called Raise. Absolutely. Raise. Raise Beauty and, and Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and um, I think I think I was talking to some guy in there at the, I can't remember when. The dude was on the scene, but I think that's when I first met him. Is like I used to come in and see some guy, and because um, then that became a trend. But then um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> going and see a guy at a barbershop—that's a thing. I didn't
0: know that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's totally a Brooklyn thing. <laughs> so, um, and then um, he was working in my homegirl salon, Kim. Uh-huh. Down, it's called Loose Ends, and that was when we really began the party. Like, wow. we, we, we was like,
2: we were, we were. <laughs> Hold on, sidebar real quick. Sidebar? The first salon that I worked in, it was kind of, uh, like, everybody was trying to get their footing. Everybody wanted to be professional and, you know, <laughs> traditional and we was trying to, you know, Afrocentric. We was trying to carve <laughs> our way out, right. trailblazing. Uh-huh.
0: It was still the 80s then, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so it was a different um, scene.
2: One of the people that worked with me, one of my coworkers, uh, wind up opening up a salon right across the street, and they were young, hip. They were throwing out rules. They were throwing parties. And it was wild for the night. Like it was, just, it was crazy. We we like literally, like you crossed the two yellow lines, and it was like going into the twilight zone of salons for me. I was like, wow. And you know, it's crazy. Although. It felt more ratchet looking at it from the outside. (laughs) And when you got there, they would act bourgeois, like, who are you? You can't party with us because we don't know you quite that well. But they knew me, so they wouldn't quite shun me, but they weren't abrasive, as I would like. And we would go over there and have some of the best times until I wound up working there.
0: Wow! Yeah, and it was, and that was so. That was a few years later, Uh like after we met. It was like the early '90s, so that by then we were like 20. Eric didn't have locks then. Like I remember, Eric had like he used to wear like big box braids. (laughs) And <laughs> yeah,
2: in high school, I was Spanish yeah. Eric. They didn't know I, they didn't, yeah. I was Spanish Eric. They didn't even know I was black. They thought I was Spanish. Because like, like, the curly like hair. Hair. He had I was the a Moleno Latino. <laughs> <He> <laughs> no had, like, matter like, well, what Milano, country you're, you're like, hear. Yeah. Yeah. In Puerto Rican. You I, of
0: you like, I was one of us. Dominican, Dominican. Yeah. So we, um, and then, yes, yeah, so I don't know, like, we ended up just being, like, real cool. There's a bunch of us. So we all hung out. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the the years just kept going. We just kept hanging out. I yeah. think it's like when you have that natural personality that's a, that is akin to, like, okay, yeah, you're ambitious. You do stuff, but you still like to have a good time. Right. Because, he, like, even, like back then I was kind of like I was in school. I would travel. I was more, Eric, so every one of the things about Eric when we were younger, and even now when we were younger, he really always had jokes like, For anybody. Wow. And I will never forget this. I went somewhere. I went traveling somewhere. So I used to travel a lot. A lot. (laughs) And one time I came back and he was working. And he was like, yo, one day you're going to come back and you're just going to be on a sled with, like, two St. Bernard huskies.
2: (laughs) 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 Yo. I was like, really? And, like,
0: that's a real tame joke. Like, it's a a crew of us, and anybody could get it at any time. Yeah. Like, so... And then next thing you know, you're no longer 20. You're no longer thirty. I'm
2: hundred and forty eight years old, right? now. (laughs) next thing
0: you know, he's like, You got kids and kids are going to college Mm. and look, and Anthony's like, Eric cut my hair. (laughs) Thirty
1: years (laughs) later. Thirty years later, right? That's crazy. Yes, and and so
0: the and so one of the reasons that it's really good that you're here is so that I can hear someone else. Myself talk about the changes in Brooklyn that have taken place in three decades. So first of all, say where you're from in Brooklyn, because well, I don't even think anybody even knows that.
2: I'm from uh, Gravesend, more 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 known as Coney Island for everybody else. But for people where I'm from is Marlboro Projects, which is uh, definitely separate from Coney Island. But you know, I'm from Marlboro Projects, so I'm coming from a place of watching everything with big eyes, like people around me really had nothing it sounds weird to say that but even the people who had something today looking back really had nothing we were all at the bottom together so coming to Park Slope is like going from hell to heaven on a train ride in a train ride like people cared about things that nobody else cared about like when I worked with Kim they used to call me and my best friend street people like y'all the street guys and I couldn't understand why I came to work every day. How could I be in the street like I left my friends in the street at home and came to work? But um, man, I'm from Marlboro, Coney Island, Gravesend, Brooklyn zone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, the whole, I'm from the whole New York though. Like really, I'm from the whole New York. I claim the whole city is mine. You know, I'm feeling tough about that. But I feel like a lot of people
1: do that. Like a well, lot of, of cool true New Yorkers do that. That's like that's.
2: When you're from Brooklyn But I'm saying
1: like when you like when you're born and bred in New York, like this is like yours. Like everyone else is just stepping in, like we just like, What? You know, like
0: But I also think that for a long time, you know, Brooklyn is like this big place, worldwide destination because you Google it, whatever. But
1: for a long time, nobody would even come to Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Like Brooklyn had a horrible
0: reputation.
1: And that was like only five, ten years ago at this point. (laughs) But like, okay, so let me, okay, so when I moved here, I moved here about five and a half years, almost six years in January. Six years ago, I moved here. And I'll never forget, someone told me, this Just six years later, six years ago, she was like, don't go to Brooklyn. You're gonna get shot. You're gonna get shot. And like it's a dangerous place to Somebody
0: be. said that to you six years ago. Six years. It was cleaned up. That's by what six I'm saying. Is, is, like six years no,
1: ago. I, I'm from the South. I'm from Florida. We were like, it didn't get that, we didn't get that trickle down, you know what I mean? Like that's the thing, is like that's how people thought. What we, what were
0: you gonna say? E? I,
2: I was thinking about uh filters. Like his his eyes is six years old in Brooklyn. Right,
0: okay.
2: Where mine's and yours
0: Yeah.
2: go back to the dirty trains and <laughs> Like literally, the Warriors, the movie, yeah, is New York City on a whole,
0: yeah, <laughs> but
2: Brooklyn, Coney Island, like yeah. you gotta understand, like now Brooklyn is like a cream puff of what it used to be. Oh, well,
0: what do you think can like? Remember, okay, so you worked on Flatbush Avenue, uh, and, and, and Prospect Heights, going towards downtown, like. Down the street from where the Barclays is now, and that was still considered nice. It was Park Slope. That was Park Slope. So that was that was considered nice back in the day. Like day, amazingly young nice, people, young 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 people. The farther
1: the farther you go, the farther you get to Manhattan. The nicer it was, right? Like,
0: but the, but the but but young people working down there in nineteen ninety
1: two, you yeah. know,
0: young black people. That was like a real. That was a big coup. You know what I mean? Now. Who would have ever thought that you would be on Franklin Avenue and Franklin Avenue would be regarded the way that it is today? Like, right. so what do you Nobody. think
2: about, <laughs> like, you think about it? Like, being on Franklin Avenue, <laughs> the closest comparison to the old Franklin Avenue that I could pull right now is Oz when they had um <laughs> Amsterdam or something like that where it was an open market for drug selling. Like,
0: yeah.
2: at one point between Atlantic Avenue... And Empire Boulevard, yeah. Franklin Avenue was a gauntlet. Like if you made it from one side to the other without the police or the people getting you, and you couldn't, you couldn't have come. Like you would have took Bur Bedford because you would, you could not. Like it's weird yeah. to really say that. Like you were instantly a meal. Like they would have saw your face and either you were coming to buy drugs or Absolutely. you were going to get robbed. One Absolutely. of the two. There Absolutely. was no in the middle. And the only people that was safe that was your complexion on Franklin Avenue were police. That's mm. it. And that's how we could tell them. They had to get police that looked like us because there were none of you there. Like, nobody walked through just regular. Like If you did, you were looking over your shoulder, right, left, right. Your you were was, moving. I remember when
0: I was lived. Your head was super swivel. <laughs> Look, we walked, yesterday we walked by... Um. St John's and Classen, right, and I used to live on Lincoln Place. now they have the graffiti on the, in the in the underhill. it says wild Wild West right but yeah. like thirty something years ago yeah this is thirty four years ago or it's uh-huh. whatever it was it was it was a mess, oh. and that's what it was the, the the cars used to be lined up on Lincoln Place, and it was just for whatever drug you wanted they had a, um a building it was a building called um there was a building called the Alcazar, it's still there, but they called it the Alcatraz, Wow, and then there was another building that was called it went from Lincoln to St John's it was called the Haunted Mansion, but I remember when I was in school and I would come home, you know let's say a little boy walked me home. he was never walking me to my street like he was mm. like, this is lincoln i'm not I'm not coming over here, Wow, you know what I mean, and um now and and so they tried to gentrify the neighborhood back then. Like, there were developers that tried to gentrify the buildings. And they, they came in. They renovated. But the drug trade was way too heavy. And so the Wall Street yuppies did move there, but bullets were, like, whizzing past their head. And they quickly moved out, no matter how nice the apartment was, no matter how nobody was nobody was thugging it like that from Wall Street to be like, yeah, we're going to stay here in, in our nice apartment. We're getting out of here. You yeah. know what I mean? So this, this plan... That's that's occurred now in this borough, where it's unaffordable, mm. and wow, wh- white people are like, oh, I saw a co op the other day in Four, a uh, full co op in Fort Green the other day, right? It's basically like a members only bodega, like it looks like a bodega. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, right? And it's like, right, but you got to join it, but you got to join it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm like, join my Bottega, like really? <laughs> like y'all are doing everything in here but making a turkey and cheese. It's it's, and, uh, which, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but it's by the Franklin Avenue shuttle. Right. No one would ever walk past the Franklin Avenue shuttle.
2: Right. Is it the one on Claxton and Fulton? Yes. I pulled up late one night. I'm at the light. <laughs> In my eyes, I see co-op. And the first co-op, I think, is, you know, building co-op. Yes. Uh, but then I see, I see the word food, the biggest shit. Like, excuse <laughs> my language, it's, it's huge. And I'm like, I got a co-op in, in the style? Like,
0: yes,
2: this is really changing. But what's crazy is directly, like, like, outside the window of my car, the corner I'm on, is like a heroin haven. Yes! You got to understand, like, methadone... Yeah. Addicts is hanging out there. Yeah. It's like high school. You meet up with your friends and you go somewhere else. That's where they meet to go wherever they're going. So I'm like, wow.
0: Yeah.
2: This is clear. Join
0: my bodega.
2: Join my bodega (laughs) across the street from the Harrowing Haven. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's
2: crazy. Yeah.
0: So it's
1: interesting to see from my perspective, too. Mm -hmm. So I can't, obviously, like I said, you know, six years ago, and it's different to see how the neighborhood has slightly changed, but like just like just like hearing things from people when I moved to Crown Heights, like, you know, a lot of people when I said it back home or when I talk, told people who hadn't lived in New York for a while, they were like, Crown Heights, didn't they have like riots there? And like, you know? And yeah. like that's the first thing that they popped mm. and I was like, Yeah, like twenty years ago. <laughs> like But it's so funny because it really has and it seems to be gentrification, like the lines are starting to push, like obviously you guys were talking about like downtown Brooklyn, Brooklyn Heights, things like that was like, that was nice, you know, Aryan white <laughs> area, and it's starting to push, the lines are starting to be pushed back, and it started going further, further in, and I'll never forget the story, this was a few years ago, I don't know if you heard the story, but of the white couple who bought a house in East New York and said it looked like the real New York. No. They what? bought a house, they bought a house in East New York. And they bought this beautiful house or something like that. And they were like, oh, because it reminds us of real New York. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody <laughs> wants to be... Everybody, look, Brooklyn. And it just like, that Brooklyn, was like, Disney.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Well, I think, actually, when, when I started thinking about gentrification, it, it seems like it happens overnight. But I think it started with Giuliani and cleaning up the yeah. deuce. Once he cleaned up 42nd Street, like, if people like, could no see stoppin'. the... If you, like, because you got to understand 42nd Street at its peak of the deuce, like... Not Forty Second Street. The Deuce. you talking about the mo- the show, the Deuce? No, I'm no, talking, we're talking about, my-
0: about the Deuce, the Times Square. <laughs> when you oh, yeah. Yeah, were yeah, we talking right, about on, like when minute. you used to go to the movies out there. Yeah, I told you like- I found the postcard. I bought a postcard back then. <laughs> wow, right? and I found it in my stuff. She
1: was like so, an old New York historian. She was like, I know this is gonna change. <laughs> so I <I've>
0: bought <laughs> this postcard just because I was just out there. I bought this postcard. So when you look at it, it has. Yeah. All, it says like sex party. It has because you even forget because it's been so cleaned up for so long that you forget how grimy right. it really was. So people used to go out there take pictures, right? Like, remember, you just got to take... I know to- the guys <laughs> who took the picture. I cut their <laughs> hair. used to go out you there You had to stand and, in front of pose. the backdrop. <laughs> yeah.
2: Had to hit them with your pose. Yeah.
0: Little peace
2: sign. And you only went when you were dressed up. Yeah, oh, exactly. My. You didn't go with a regular outfit. Yeah. You only stood to take that picture if yeah. you were on a date or you look mm. really, like if you were with your friends,
1: uh-huh.
2: really dressed nice. If you were dressed regular, you walk right by them. But if you were on a date or look really nice, you had to like capture that, that po- moment. Exactly. So, what were
0: you gonna <clears throat> say? So, you were like, uh, Giuliani, Giuliani started up. it. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> when you really look at the old 42nd Street, that was a reflection of New York on a whole. But mm. now, like they're making the um, inner city exactly what it was designed for. It was designed for the people who had money to stay close to money. Right. And everybody who worked or was in the service industry had to live in the suburbs. I guess being on top of each other at some point became unbougie if that's a word, or the opposite. Now of, it is. The <laughs> opposite of bougie. Eric just, he's just Un-Bougie. Un-Bougie. <laughs> Hashtag, un- and we,
0: hashtag And un-Bougie. everybody
2: moves out to the suburbs. Yeah. That's when Long Island became popular. Yeah. yeah. You could live anywhere in Long Island and you were doing something. Mm. If you were in Brooklyn and you made a couple of dollars, you moved to Queens.
0: That's right.
2: If you made a lot of money, you moved to Long Island. And if you didn't quite make enough, you moved to Canarsie. <laughs> and you still had a house. Canarsie well, is, yeah, like is like the suburbs. You still had a yard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it suburbs. Like
0: the suburbs. When you go out there. It's when
2: you the suburbs out there, of like, Brooklyn. You like, got to yeah. take a bus, yeah. a train. It's two fares. Two fares yeah. On, yeah. So that prevents people who don't want to ride two fares or pay mm, two fares from coming. Right. It gets long. Now it's the total opposite. It's back to, you know, people moving with the money, moving back into the city. And everybody who has no money moving out of the city. Yeah. And living on the edges. And, and that's what it's for. Wow.
0: Yeah, and 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 it's crazy because you watch your history being erased or dismissed.
1: Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's hardcore, right there. So like, <laughs> like...
2: You no, know, you know what's even more crazy though? When you were living on the old Franklin Avenue, and you visit the old Franklin Avenue, you visit these places, you wanted change. While yeah, you were there, you know,
0: that's, I was just yeah. When you
2: were walking past the the drug pipes and the 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 crack pipes, you wanted change. Now the Yo. change is so drastic. You're like, what? There's no. So
1: that's a really good. You really bring up a really good point. Is gentrification bad or good? Like a lot of people, like, what does it mean to you? Like because, like <clears throat> as you're saying, you know, when you're there, you want change, and now the change has happened. It's like uh, I
2: feel like it's a case of be careful what you ask for. You just uh, might get it. Yeah, because you most people when he asks for things, they don't ask for it in details. You know, bring me a pretty girl and, you know, I hope the universe sends me a pretty girl <laughs> or I hope the universe sends me a wife and he, she's your wife or she comes and she's your wife, but she doesn't look like your wife because you didn't ask for her to look like your wife. So yeah. you might have missed it because all you was worried about in your in your statement to the universe was. I just want her to behave like a wife. But you want both Actually, You want a pretty girl that behaves like your wife. Right. And you got to ask for it like that. Or you might just get the ugly girl who acts like your <laughs> wife or the pretty girl who doesn't act like your wife. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that with, with Brooklyn. Like, although I want to change, it's like, not quite this much. I don't
0: want to be erased.
2: Not quite right. this much. Like she said, I used to work. I worked in um uh, two salons between, no, three salons between Atlantic Avenue in Flatbush and Grand Army Plaza in Flatbush, and that was a real opulent, luxurious strip to work on. Yeah, to be able to say I worked there meant something. Like, where do you work? I work on Flatbush Avenue at a salon. Oh my god, you and they knew it because it was such a short stretch that was luxurious. It was like almost like a Fifth Avenue, mm-hmm. or you know, of of Brooklyn. But it no.
1: kind of is still though. Nah. Like it- Oh hell no. Have you been down that avenue? Yeah. There's like a Union Market now. There's like a Union Market grocery store. There's a soul cycle. A, went, there's, there's a, a chipotle. My...
2: There's a chipotle. There's
1: a soul cycle. There's a donut plant. There's a soul cycle. That right there. I can there tell you what all me. of
2: that was before it
1: was yeah, all absolutely. Of that. But I'm saying it's still, even today, like was, they're still making no, it like but the it, Fifth, but Fifth if Avenue. You,
0: but if, but before, I think before it was a little more nuanced because it was always nice. This is the hipster right?
1: version of Fifth Avenue, though. That's what I'm saying.
0: Right. But I'm talking about. We, So he's talking about when he worked there. No, I know. It wasn't
2: bad then. They even made it even more pretentious.
0: Listen, to me right now... They they,
2: they made it more pretentious? Absolutely. It's
0: just more corporate and stuff now, right? Right. Like, back then, it was, like, real nuanced and real bougie Mm. and real, like... Real fancy. Like, they used to be... What was the little place that was there? Charcuterie? Remember Charcuterie? across I the street? Remember them. Charcuterie? They're
2: across the street. Yeah, they they opened up the a new street. place now. Yeah, they opened yeah, La yeah. or... Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. But they were, they were like the bougie bagel spot, the bougie the bougie sandwich spot. There was um, Cinderella Cleaners. Christie's. There was Christie's. See, Christie's was the Jamaican spot. And I mean, in the 80s, they used to be one the Opposite side of the street, then they moved over
2: across the street. They used yeah. to be where um, Union Market Union Marketed but
0: across the street from
2: Union Market what, right they across was, the they street on the, right the corner. Right there. Yeah, and was all was on the they corner. saw was patties, yeah, and, and bakery pastries, Jamaican Western buns.
0: buns. They had the best coconut buns, so and the, they used to come out hot. Listen, <laughs> they and all let me tell <laughs> I'm you, all of, you, you could go, you could go to Flappers, you could go by Church, Avenue, all the places, nobody made a coconut bun like Christie's. So any so all she means it so all that to say <laughs> all that to say that they made it like it's just like developers and corp and banks got together and put their stuff on it. But prior to that, prior to the rents like going to these you know sky high impossible prices, when the people who had money before like twenty years ago were essentially elitist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> elitist is a good word Yeah I would say that they were it's, It has no swag anymore Yeah that's It was more swag When it was When it was the old school elitist Yeah When the old school like the old school elitist <laughs> yeah. yeah Because it was individuals yeah. Who were elitist yeah. Like now If you yeah. find a mom and In the next five years If there's a mom and pop On that same strip They owned the building And brought that's right. it That's yeah. They uh-huh. brought it in the 80s Or the 90s Because right now As it stands It's only gonna be corporate Like if you yeah. can't afford $12,000 rent... That's right. ...or more, you're not going to be
0: there. That's so And that's And that's Guaranteed. exactly what it is. That's So that's what happened with Ownership. Brooklyn. The swag got Washed. really just done. You know, the people just chopped it up and threw it in the garbage. So all the new people that came, they just made it dry.
2: And, and, and...
0: <laughs> like, for real. Like, and it's like, like, they made it dry. Like, even... Okay, so downtown Brooklyn... Downtown Brooklyn, this strip, this where we are right Rain here. That wall. Yeah. Okay, so Downtown Brooklyn used to be really live. You know what I'm saying? It used to be a lot of black people down there. Like, so you got the um, what you call Albee Square Mall. Right. Well, now it's Which called, is City, called Point. City Point, City Point, City and Point. And it is crazy. You walk down there and it's like a theme park. The food court is like a theme park for Brooklyn. Have you. Right? Have, hold on.
2: Have you been to this place? So in City Point, where a Trader no Draft is House. Draft, I have house. to say that so, the old Brooklyn in me has not allowed me yeah. to, no, you're to gonna walk be into that building. So you're downstairs,
1: downstairs of the basement, there is this food court. It's a food court, but I it's got it's like amazing. It is. It's actually very good.
0: But it's all like Brooklyn themed. Right, but Brooklyn Knights, especially those who traditionally lived around there, like that was Brooklyn was also you had Wyckoff these projects downtown, right? So Wyckoff, Gowanus, and Red Hook, right? Fort Green, Fort Green, right? Farragut, Farragut, <laughs> Navy Yard, right? All, all of that was downtown. And all of that used to descend on Fulton Street in various stores and movie theaters, the Metropolitan, the Duffield. I could
2: give stories. Yeah,
0: look, we go, listen. I used to go. I used to go to Albee Square Mall to get my sweatshirts with the decals on them, um, like my name going down <laughs> diagonally with the with the heart and the Playboy bunny. <laughs> yeah, like you get your earrings, you get your gold earrings down there, and um, so it was not like, and even though, and and yes, the people were being exploited, like. Nobody owns anything down yet. There. there was there was one little fancy restaurant before Borough Hall. It was called Gage and Toner, and it was sandwiched in between like. A record store and, like, maybe a V.I.M. or something. <laughs> and it was, like, the place where the people who work for the banks and stuff like yeah. that, they used to go there. I used to... I would go there with my mother for Thanksgiving when she didn't want to cook. Uh-huh. And wow. it was it was sandwich. They just closed, like, a couple of years ago, a few years ago. But that was, like, the only... Sort of fancy, but I think it was like a beefsteak. Charlie's down, um, yeah. like, down one, wow. <laughs> down one, like flat. There was a Woolworth. He yeah, has a Woolworth. Macquaries. It was Maze. like,
2: one, yeah, M-A-Y-S. Like, it
0: wasn't not even a Macy's. Macy's. It wasn't even Macy's. It was a um A N S before ah. it was Macy's. Mm-hmm. You know, so it so, so downtown Brooklyn. You went down there. You got your school clothes, or you went to be seen. Um, a lot of rap, uh, you know, Brooklyn rappers like hung out down there because yeah. also the school the high schools were there. So you had like the private schools and you had like well, Westinghouse. You had Savage <sighs> A. Savage A Hill. Um
2: was it in was Prospect there? or Pacific Heights when Prospect
0: did... Heights was up by, by, by me. I used to go across the Pacific
2: it was a like a seven I think it was called a seven hundred school when you was all the bad kids got sent to one school, and it was. Li- back I think it day. was. I almost want to say, if I could use my phone, I would call somebody right now. I want to say it was right next door to the courthouse. Probably, literally, make it easy. Supreme Court, Just make it easy. Like, it's either you could take this. Or this, you could go behind <laughs> yeah. the bars, or you could go right Man. next door, wow. and they would want they would like listen. We'll put bars in the windows there. So this, this, this is what you it, if you keep it up. Keep it up. You are gonna yeah. end up right. You are yeah. gonna go from your school to this in building. Prison. Wow.
0: But remember, like city ass school, that's like now like a good school to go to now. But back in the day, that's where they sent you if you couldn't like <laughs> cut really cut, cut high it. school.
2: They tried to send me there. I like, tried for to go truants.
0: there. I, I wanted to, I, that was for me too. Truants. I wanted to go there, and my mother was like, "No, you have to graduate from a regular high school. You have to graduate <laughs> from a regular high school." But um. But yeah, so anyway, downtown Brooklyn. So we talk about Bismarcky. You know, he actually
1: oh, yeah. right. Wow. So there's yeah. a there's Look a who, song. Who,
0: sometimes you might spot him on Franklin Avenue. Really? really? Yes. I, I have spotted them on Franklin in recent times.
1: So this is uh let's play a little bit of uh Albie Albie Square, Square Mall. Mall. Uh this is uh from Bismarcky. On the mic at this time in the place to be, I'm the inhuman orchestra called Bismarcky They made the man to make the music
3: with my mouth and all, but I'm here to talk about the Albie Square Mall. Shop in downtown Brooklyn, where I could be found. If you're looking for me, let me out just come check me out. Because 24-7, I'm like in the house. And when I come in the mall, and then I start the wrong, you wouldn't think it's a store, you would think it's my home. But when I come in a place, and then I hang up a sign, read home sweet home, this house is mine. too many malls from state to state but I've never been in say one disgrace I hate to say about the other shopping centers that's this life but the Albee Square Mall is the doo depth I be in there every day walking around chilling from when they open all the way until when it's a time for the place to close. <laughs> I'm just running things like a pair of pantyhose they all know me the Bizmonkey I get more respect than the average employee you work in any store in the if I move party people, I just might So I can stay forever and it will be just like a bum that you see Sleeping on a this is how it will be when you see this market Our favorite mall, but having fun Seems to me this mall is like number one And any other shopper said to try to compare wow that
1: really like nailed that like hit every point that you guys talked about like, legit like that was like, nah, you guys, like it's it, left it almost out still... some
2: things. <laughs> like uh first at one point going downtown was like going to sparta like if you were not built a certain weight you couldn't go down there unless you were with your parents or very young you know, everything else was the equivalent of being prey like Going in Albee Square Mall was a proving ground. Like, if you had on the right the wrong outfit, it would get taken. It didn't matter what it was. they take your coat, your shirt, your pants. Your sneakers. Your sneakers for sure. Your gold teeth out your mouth. Definitely and wear, that. And wear them at the spot. They'll punch you in your face, beat you up, take your gold teeth out your mouth, and wear them they don't even wash them off. They put them in their mouth and leave with them. Like, they'll take your shoes off your feet and you'll be barefooted calling somebody to bring you some sneakers, or you had to travel home with just mm-hmm. your no, socks on. You know, she
0: was
2: like... Just your socks. Like, Brook. That, that was like a Brooklyn happy commercial. That
0: yeah. was like a was happy commercial.
2: KRS1 said it best Manhattan keeps on making it. Brooklyn keeps, keeps on, on taking, taking it. it.
1: Huh.
2: Yeah. We were the thugs. Yeah, we're the thugs of the five boroughs. Like, I have an aunt who's a correction officer with a legal gun, and she refuses to come to Brooklyn because of the stereotype we had. And it ain't even the same Brooklyn anymore, but the.
1: For other it, long
2: time, it's ingrained residence. in yeah. her brain so
1: much. Well, that's probably what I had when I said I'm moving, going to Brooklyn. They're like, what? Like, why? <laughs> like, what are you doing over there? It's so interesting because even I have seen like changes myself, like, obviously, smaller changes, and you know. Not necessarily like like you guys because you've been here longer. But it's interesting because I'm from Florida and there is uh, this town called St. Petersburg. And so St. Petersburg is sort of split up. There's the white trash area and then there's the wealthy area. And I always kind of wanted St. Petersburg to get a little gentrified because it's all corporate. It's all like, you know, Applebee's was the only thing that was open late at night. Wow. Um, that was the only place you could go, like, past 11 o'clock at night. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, hold on, let me keep going. I'm going to keep going. Um, Yeah, like, you know, it was just, it's, it's a, it's, it was, like, you know, everyone kind of, and everyone's, everyone, a lot of people still stay there. And, um, you know, when I moved, I moved a couple years outside of high, out of high school. It was about three years out of high school. And, like, I still had people who lived there and who had kids and everything. And they're, like, my age. And I'm, like, you know, like, bro, I'm, like, but It's crazy because – but I always kind of wanted it to be a little bit gentrified because it was just, like, it just wasn't a cool place to be. Like, it just didn't feel like – it was just, like, there was nothing. There was nothing. There was no – and everything that there was there, like, if you wanted to do something, like, this is something that really kind of – crystallized because when I lived in... So I lived in this very small town called Dunedin outside of St. Petersburg, about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. So like Pinellas County is kind of like one big city. There's like a lot of small cities like St. Petersburg, Clearwater, Clearwater, Florida where the beach is. is Uh. Spring break. And there's this other little town called Dunedin, which is where I graduated high school from. And it was really cool. But the thing is, is that everyone, everyone in Pinellas County really is old. Like... The idea, the stereotype <laughs> that like, oh, old Jewish people go there to retire. It's very, very true, <laughs> like excruciatingly true. Like you would drive by maybe three or four on like one stretch of two mile road, three or four retirement homes. Like wow. this was a thing, and you know, then like, you would see like you know the one retirement trailer home, like where they lived in trailers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Don't say a retirement trailer home. It was, I'm, It was. It was. Wow. A, it was a retirement <laughs> area with trailers on it, and. Eric's giving me this look like, this is where I was raised. This is why I left. I was like, fuck this place. Okay. <laughs> because that's all it was. And so you would just drive and it was nothing there. And so as I grew up and <laughs> I started to like, you know, drink and I was like, I started realizing even though I would go out to drink and like have fun, I realized that everybody, I was like the youngest. I we, Every time I was with some other, all of my friends, we were collectively probably the youngest people in the room, like by 30 years. Just, just by sitting there and it was like you could look around and it was crazy and I was just like it drove me nuts because it was it's it is so old down there and even if I went to Orlando so Orlando is kind of like a slightly more poppin' city <laughs> <laughs>
2: and
1: everyone like all like all my friends were like we wanted to go to Orlando <laughs> like you know like we want to go like that was a thing like going to Orlando was like two hours away. And it was, like, a big deal. And I'll never forget, like, trying to get a gig there. So I was a musician at a band. And I tried so fucking hard to get a gig in Orlando because it was Orlando. And even Orlando is mad old. Like, you look at the fucking (laughs) newsreels and all that other fucking bullshit. It is... Old white people everywhere. And then I realized, as I moved away, I realized there's, like, a large black community in Orlando, but it's outside of Orlando. Okay. That, like, you know, and even then, it's old black people. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, everybody in the state is very— So you wanted
0: to gentrify with young people?
1: Yeah, because the thing is, there are a lot of young people there. The problem Mm -hmm. is the young people act old. And that's the thing. And that's a legit thing. I mean, outside
2: of New York, baby, that's how it
1: goes. That's the thing is, is like I, so like I'm 27, like I'm going to be 27 in a week. Right. All right. Wow. I'm, I have three or four friends who all had kids Mm -hmm. before, like three or four years ago, their kids are like three or four now. Mm. Like they're mad young. I have a friend who has two kids who's got like, I, I, I see them on Facebook. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, they're married. I'm not, or I'm not married. Like one thing, the biggest joke I always said was either you, uh, you either left the state, you got married, and you went to the military, and that's really what it was like. Wow. Those are the three things you could really do because you couldn't. And I knew musicians too, and I was like, I feel like and- people felt that way about Brooklyn. <laughs> Maybe, but it was in high even, school. But here's the thing: but the difference was is that you could cross Manhattan. And at least there was something. There was something you could find something to do. The thing is, you can't find anything to do. down but there. But there's
0: also a mentality. So I remember when I got here, right? Because I wasn't born here. I was born in Boston. My mother, oh. my mother moved here when I was little, and we moved to yeah. Halsey Street between Notion and Marcy. That's my first address in Brooklyn. Wow. Yeah, and so. I always considered myself from Bed stuy Okay. Because that's just
2: where, you, where it
0: was at. And I remember my mother taking me, was gonna take me school shopping at Orchard Street, which was just right over the bridge. Lower right East Side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um it was like Delancey and Orchard Street. That's where you got your school stuff from in September. Right. And I remember sitting on the stoop and the, the like the older neighbors were like the older neighbors were like,
2: um, what? The
1: older... Get your hand off the mic. <laughs> like, I just, that's what I figured you was saying. You, <laughs> yeah. You're Sorry. like, Anika holds her microphone like a rock star. So, like, she likes to hold it, like, oh, I'm going to tell you something right now. Like, she looks like I'm about to drop the truth every time she does this. And she gets like, it's always when she's like being very serious. Like, I'm going to hold the mic because I need to tell you what is going on. Like, that's, that's what it's like. Let go of the mic. <laughs>
2: Producer. No hands,
0: look mom, no hands That's the only way you're supposed to do it look, That's the mom, only way no you're
2: supposed hands. to
1: do it She's yeah, she talented
2: I, She thinks she ain't what she is She thinks she
1: ain't what she is Wait, was that a thing you guys did with your kids? Like They're like, mom, no hands Oh, you don't know what it means I don't have a kid
2: You don't know what rocking a mic with no hands is? Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that You know what rocking a mic is?
1: Like, as in, like, the reference to it? Like, mm-hmm. a ref- what's where? No, I've show,
0: heard guys this, okay. the phrase. The
1: show,
0: post show notes. Post show notes. Oh, right, my bad. Post show notes. Post show notes, guys.
2: Sexual is what we'll say. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got
2: it. Put it together. <laughs> You'll get okay. it before the end of the show. You'll get I it.
1: got it. Yeah, I got it. All right. All right, now I'm visualizing
2: it. Now I'm like, now you I'm scarred like, for life. Know, Eric, Eric came on the show and hey, gave listen. us a little X, <laughs> X She X. said no, she said no hair. She's <laughs> talented. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, this is my wife They'll be just like that. This episode is rated R. <laughs> we
0: need Jesus. Everybody, let's pray. Uh, every so it, day. So listen. It, We had that moment. Snuggling when snuggling goes wrong. So essentially, (laughs) I well, it goes right. Look, I was just gonna say it just goes different. I don't know if it's wrong. Um. So anyway, what I was gonna say about like not. People, you could just go right over the bridge. A lot of people didn't go to Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? When I lived in Bestside, the people were like, "You're going all the way over there to Orchard Street." And, you and I go remember, downtown. look, you, you, or they used to call Picken Avenue where you shopped in East New York. They used to call that Uptown. So when you went the other way, right, going towards Utica, going past Utica, and mm-hmm. you went shopping because mm-hmm. they had a big shopping over there too. Yeah, they used to be like, "Oh, you going uptown?" So a lot of people think Uptown is like, "Okay, you going to Harlem?" You know, you call it Harlem, but right. but but back in the day for Brooklyn, old Brooklyn, the uh, black people were going shopping. They called that was still far. It was what you needed to go to Manhattan for. So although it's not St. Petersburg, and obviously if you figured it out, <laughs> you could get over the bridge. A lot of there people, was a bridge was Tampa. A, a lot of people didn't do it, and I went to, I went to a Prince concert. In, when I was 14 yeah. at Madison Square Garden. And uh, my, my mother's friend brought me and her other friend. And this girl was my age, and she cried. I remember she cried when we got to the show because she had never left Brooklyn.
1: Whoa. No way. She had
0: never left. She had never left Brooklyn.
2: Really? I'm never confused about that. Yeah.
0: Wow.
2: Hold yeah. on, wait. That just blew my mind. All oh, oh, right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give you some insight. A ghetto, or well, most ghettos are set up where you don't have to leave. You know I mean? Around every project, there's usually some fast food. So you get McDonald's, yeah, Burger King, Popeye's, whatever it is. Little
0: Chinese. Little Chinese Absolutely not leave the liquor, Brooklyn.
2: Liquor. You cannot you leave liquor. the Brooklyn. But like. Because <laughs> it was a city and they developed it just like that. You don't have to cross the bridge to get anything you, could, you want. Oh. Uh. You can stay right here. Everything that's in Manhattan, Brooklyn had is just nowhere to go. It to sounds get It sounds
1: cool, but at the same time, slightly,
2: like slightly wrong. Like it's a, it's it's the arrested development. Yeah, but it's
0: the it's it's a it's a it's the same mentality of when you're like, I wanted Saint Petersburg to be gentrified, or or if you're not, I'm gonna get it out. I'm gonna get out of here. Right. Right. So you had a lot of people who were in Brooklyn. Wherever they lived that wasn't considered fly or what have you, they were like, I'm going to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I lived on Lincoln Place, well, now you can't afford to live there. But when when I lived there, I was so embarrassed to live there, okay? And people made me feel embarrassed to live there as well. It wasn't like it was all in my head. People were like, oh, you live on Lincoln? You know? And when my mother did get us out of there, it was to a nice spot in Clinton Hill, Wow. And I oh, yeah. vowed, you know, and and it was Clinton Hill, Washington, and Fulton. Like we just moved, literally five minutes away. That was my that it, but, was actually right? my first too. That was my that was first deal. Special. It was a it was a it was a it was a bigger deal. Yeah. It was still predominantly it was still predominantly black. Right. But there were brownstones. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like there were no drugs. It was right. just it was it just looked it different just looked and different. it felt different. It had, diff- it had a different it had a different it had a different repu- it had a different reputation. But the thing was. It was, like, my mentality, and I was not, I was exposed to a whole lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? I, it was fine. But I was still like, I'm going to get out of here. Wow. You, you know what I mean? I'm going to go live nuts. in, look, I'm going to go live in Park Slope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, That's so nuts. And you know what the weirdest, <laughs> and I think the weirdest thing is if you really look at the history of Brooklyn, Brooklyn started out as, like, far, was farmland, and then it was, like, it was like it was, like, it was, like, it was vacation homes for the rich when they left Manhattan. And that's what it used uh-huh. to be. It used to be just, like, swaths of, like, it was rich farmland. It was, like, rich people went there to go vacation. That was what it was. It's so weird. It's so
2: weird. Yeah, it's not that now.
0: So, Eric, oh. what were you going to say? You, I kind of, were you going to say something else about, you know, not leaving Brooklyn or, like, what What was your take? You know, going, to what high school did you, I don't even know what high school I went, went to. The
2: first high school I went to was the high school of art and design. Oh, wow. So for me, I went to junior high school in in, in Bensonhurst. Wow. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I got to put my feet down for this one. Brooklyn at one point was really polarized. It was very, very, like, white and black. You know, the whites didn't cross the black lines. The blacks didn't cross the white lines. And when you did, it was trouble. Right. And, and that was for sure. And um, leaving Brooklyn to go to high school, was total culture shock in the ninth grade. At 14 years old, I had my hair pushed back and was stunned at what was going on in my high school. Like, I couldn't believe that were openly gay people. Like, I only, there was, I had only been exposed to, like, one gay person or two gay people in my whole life in the projects. Because that's when, you know, the term in the closet, I guess that's when everybody was in the closet, quote unquote. But to just to see people open about it and, yeah. be, and be 14 and 15 years old to be an open lesbian dyke or AG. Whatever, you know, I want to be politically correct. I will not make nobody mad in this new Brooklyn. Like, I can't say nothing no more. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> like, yeah, because I'm not... So I don't mean to offend nobody, but if somebody be like, Eric, well, you're, you're right. short. And if they be like, Eric, you're short, they'll be like, how could you say that? He's not short. He's just not tall. What? <laughs> I'm short. It's all right. I'm not going to be bothered by it, but... Going there, it, it 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 unraveled me for for like a, a year. Like I couldn't believe that's what I was seeing and what was going on, and it was distracting to say the least for me. And I, by the tenth grade, I went back to Lafayette, which was across the street yeah. from my project. Oh you, oh,
0: you went to Lafayette. I went okay. to
2: Lafayette. I had right. to go. To but what was crazy is the influence from the city and going to and fro every day. I started to pick up a different like dress code, a different style and i was setting myself apart from the people that i grew up with and the place where i grew up with but when i got to the high school where all the people that i grew up with they were wearing sneakers and jeans i was trying to wear a shoe and a hard bottom and a nice shirt occasionally i wanted to be more you want grown to up wear a little <laughs> bottom. i wanted to be more cosmopolitan and yes. grown up like, i ride the trains with with the businessmen that go you know <laughs> to 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 good jobs and stuff like that even though they you know might be waitresses and waiters I'm I'm with them, like, and this just was different. And then coming back, like, I was still, I was on on the outside still, like, I couldn't fit in because I was different. I was advanced at this point from going to the city. But I have friends now that will try to stay in Brooklyn. They will not, like, they don't want to leave, like, They know the train goes past it, like, goes past DeKalb Avenue. You know what I mean? And they be like, for what?
1: I did experience that for a short period, about maybe a year and a half ago at this point. I lived and worked in Brooklyn. Like, I lived down the block from my house. And I never, I rarely ever left
2: Brooklyn. You didn't need it. There's no reason.
1: And I guess, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, it's true. Um, Well... We're coming to the close
2: of our episode. Oh my god, I this am was so, so much sad such an education. This
1: is going to be ending. Such an education. We have to have you me. back. Yeah. I
2: want to come back. You are going to yeah. have to come back. I want to come back. Yeah. Such an education for me. My yeah, we could have spent the whole thing talking oh about god. old Brooklyn, like. Yeah. Just yeah, I'm Well I feel
1: really guilty. Why? <laughs> I'm totally part of the problem. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. I get the pass. I get a pass. Yeah. Uh, no,
0: not even a pass. <laughs> you're fine. Like uh, no, change is yeah. inevitable. Yeah. Nothing That's is true. perfect. Yeah. I mean,
2: you know, when people ask me about it when I'm kind maybe hand. in ten years, Saint Petersburg will be cool. Maybe. Yeah. It's, impo- it's not impossible. I'm not going to lie. It, it, I well, went back there. I went old, back there. So
0: <laughs> you, I might see <laughs> cool. my down it be Orlando. cool. I mean, I'm old now. So.
2: Look
0: oh, look, look.
1: So y'all be moving to
2: Orlando. <laughs> I got a young spirit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, I want to end this episode with first of all, um, Aretha Franklin recently passed away. You're talking about church, like a little prayer. And I figured we'd do a little prayer with her. I don't. That's a weird way to say it, but whatever. No, it's fine. Anyways, she's so I want to do. Like, she's an angel now. I wanted to do a tribute to her because it was kind of a you know she had been struggling with with uh, pancreatic, pancreatic cancer yeah. for a really long time. So I figured that we all picked our songs, not like you know say a little prayer, but pretty obscure stuff. I must say we picked. So I want to uh, I want to play some stuff. So uh, let's start with you, Anika, your choice. Was Jump to It. Let's jump to It. Which was, <laughs> yeah, which was, which was written by Luther Vandra. So let's, uh, let's take a little yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, Jump girl to yeah, It. I
0: got to go, man. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Here's the reason why.
1: So that was jump to it for me through Aretha Franklin. Why did you? What was? The because
0: one? there used to be these concerts called the Budweiser Superfest, uh-huh. wow. and I saw. So I went to one at um, Madison Square Garden, and it was like Stephanie Mills, Luther Vandross, and Aretha Franklin, and I saw Luther and so Luther and Aretha did that song together.
2: Oh. So, Good memory. That is a great memory. Yeah. I was too broke for Budweiser Super Fest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my, my 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 mother's boo took me. God bless. Oh, <laughs> go.
1: So uh Eric, your choice was Until You Come Back to Me. Yes. Why sir. why 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 that one?
2: Uh, first cause Stevie Wonder is the uh, I believe is the writer and it's the first Stalker song I know. <laughs> She's gonna knock on your door, tap on your window pane, and she's gonna do all of this till you come back to me. That's what I'm gonna do. He's
0: like, I like him crazy. It sounds good. It sounds like it's, she, she means love.
1: That's what. Until you come back to me, yeah, oh. that's what I'm gonna do. That is a stalker. Song.
2: <laughs> she had all her girlfriends in the back. Yes. Yeah. Knock on your door. <laughs> that was before <laughs>
0: trolling on the internet. Wow. Yeah.
1: That
0: is
2: that is like one of the original tra- stalker songs. And I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. You don't know I'm the trouble I've you. been going through. Wow. Since you've been gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. Man. Friends in the background. I'm with her. We're coming to your house. <laughs> uh,
1: so my choice uh, was.
0: It's a good idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good God!
2: (laughs) Good God! (laughs)
1: Uh, um, So my choice was "Call Me." Um, I listened to this. I was listening to some essentials when she passed away that morning, and actually, like I had to work early that morning, so I was like up all day. So, and I was on the train, and I don't know. Just the song is just really. It's it's such a, it's a simple, it's a simple song and, you know, but at the same time, it just like, it felt sad to me because I was listening to her pretty much, like, she says the lyrics, um, she's like, uh, you know, call me the second that you get there, and it was just like, it, like, it hit me, and I was like, oh, shit, like, you know, like, it felt really kind of, I don't know how to say it, (laughs) I don't know how to say this, like,
0: spiritual, yeah,
1: like, call me when you get there, and I'm like, She's gone. Yeah. It felt like she's in heaven. Yeah. And then it felt like, you know. I like hope so. As a musician, as a musician too, just like, you know, call me when you get to my spot. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it was just like, I don't know. It, it, it felt a little more like, because I listened, you know, obviously I've listened to her all my life pretty much, <clears throat> No, pretty much all my life. And so it was just sort of a, kind of this weird feeling when she said that when I was listening to it. So uh, let's listen to you. Call me, Aretha Franklin.
2: She's
0: me. singing. What? She is singing. I got to listen
2: to that on a late night drive home. That's going to sound like someone yeah. went, whoa. Yeah.
1: Um, again, thank you, Eric, for being on our the ninth episode of Honeyology.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: we, did that, we did that thing. The one and only. The one and only. Uh,
0: we had such a good time. Thank you so much for being here, Eric. So that was like that was okay, so I knew it was gonna be a lot of fun. But it was really it was great to have like a new friend too. I'm glad. Because we always are chit chatting on the Ave after wine.
1: Call me. And call I'm me around. call I'm me around. Around. I'm around.
0: And so um it's good to be able to chat with
1: the three of us, yeah, yeah, that's I get.
0: You saying, yeah. So listen, guys. Hope you like this episode. Please follow us on Instagram at Honeyology Creative, on Twitter at Ms Honeyology. That's MZ. You can also find us on com slash honeyology.
1: Review us, please. We, do review us. It like helps. us. Like us. And you can follow me We're at, tough
0: skin. We can take it. Yeah. Just like
1: review us and tell us what you think for real. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheErnestKid. And
2: Eric, do you have any handles you want to shout out? Uh, yo, my Instagram, the real Eric the Barber. The real Eric. Eric. the Barber, yeah. stop like... The way it sounds, the okay. way he, the proper English... <laughs> yeah not I was kind of thinking that it was going to be like T-H-A the barber nah like, nah it's no. T E barber no e Bon Eric the Eric the barber exactly no. E-R-I-K no C's thank you I
0: feel nice. like that's like the lost uh, poem of Shakespeare or something you
2: know the real Eric Z Z it is
1: <laughs> thanks so much for listening guys alright
0: peace and love
1: good night good day